this is Dave O'Rourke. Thanks for spending a little time with me. I appreciate it. Appreciate every opportunity to spend time with tax professionals. Spending time with tax professionals is incredibly important to our work. Hundreds of tax professionals form our tax master network and thousands of tax professionals read our publications. So I'm glad you could be with us. And let me start on a note of optimism. We think the future is very bright. And we're publishing uh, for tax professionals specifically, and we're publishing these articles, articles like this one and podcasts like this one in order to begin a dialogue with you. So let me say up front, if you enjoy what we're doing, please come back. We make these publications easy to find and we hope easy to use. And if you want to know more and dig down into a little level, dip, deeper level of depth, um, then register for our on-demand webinar, which is about 30 minutes and we think will answer a lot of your questions. And if after that you want to engage in a conversation, we want to make that easy for you too. Just go to our homepage and um, click on the link and sign up to engage with us in a conversation. We'd love to talk to you. So again, thank you for being with us today. And now I'd like to talk with you about a subject that we call the wallet share war. And I want to begin with a very bold assertion. Certified public accountants and enrolled agents are in a war and they're losing that war. It's a war to command the lion's share of your client's total expenditures for financial services. The typical CPA or EA captures less than 10% of that client's spending. And sometimes it's a much less than that. Your client, the type of client that you want spends money on all kinds of financial services. His bank earns interest on his business loans and makes fees on account services. Her insurance broker rakes in big commissions on property and casualty coverage. Their life insurance salespeople earn commissions on their policies and their stock and bond expenses and fees are likely in the 2% per year range. And in some cases, much higher. Meanwhile, a typical CPA may earn $1,000 a year for preparing and filing a personal return and maybe another $2,000 for a business return. And every time your client watches a big football game, Intuit or H&R Block or the new crop of AI-enabled tax preparation startups are offering to do their taxes for a lot less and sometimes for nothing. So while the CPA is losing the broader war for financial services wallet share, they're also in a race to the bottom. Now, even if we put aside the bank and the property and casualty products and just focus on asset protection and wealth management, that client with a $1 million account may well be paying other professionals over $20,000 per year. And here's the irony. That client likely trusts you more. And here's the truth. Winning the wallet share war is much easier, less costly, and far less risky than you may imagine. Now, I'll assert also that the tax pro's existing wallet share is grounded in client satisfaction because the tax pro is the consummate financial professional. You work harder for your credentials than any stockbroker or insurance salesperson, much harder. A CPA needs a bachelor's degree 
you need to pass that grueling examination, many call that couldn't pass again. And in many jurisdictions, then you need to spend a year on the job before you get your license. By contrast, a new financial advisor, in quotes, could have been a terrible student who didn't graduate or possibly didn't even go to college, but they just need to pass the series 65 and hit the pavement. The bar for insurance salespeople is even lower. While diligence, reliability, accuracy, and mastery of a 75,000 page code are required of you, your opponents in this wallet share war need only a brochure and a smile. Yet they gather 90% or more of the financial rewards. It's an unfair fight. You have to deal with the IRS and the tax courts. The salespeople only have to fight each other. There is another consideration as well. Your client, you want what's best for them, but in the real world, they often don't get it. And in that way, they are also a loser in this wallet share war. The advice of a single disciplined practitioner, an insurance salesperson, a banker, a financial advisor, is typically born of a limited supply of choices, and even worse, a limited understanding of downstream implications. This is not to say that all single practitioners are doing a poor job or are evil in some way. Point I'm trying to make is that advice without conflict, when the only objective is the best interests of the client, has advantages for the client that almost always produce better results. Wanting guidance, your client might consult an insurance pro. Can you imagine that pro not recommending some insurance-based solution? If the need is income, the answer is annuity. If it's growth, it's universal life, and so on. The likelihood of them referring the client away to a financial advisor or a stockbroker or a banker approaches zero. When your client visits the banker, they may be offered a CD for income or a mutual fund wrap program for growth, but send them away from the bank? Heavens no. Same story with the typical registered investment advisor. They may offer a fee-based mutual fund or separately managed account, but the chances of them offering a bank or an insurance product are slim and none. The insurance pro, the banker, the advisor, all good people, affable, pillars of their communities, apparently trustworthy, but all are captive to whatever set of products are in their company's portfolio. If it's not in their briefcase, your client is not going to hear about it. This is just the way it is. The outcome for the advice giver is part of the equation. It not, it's not only the best interests of the client, so it begs the question, how can they be a true fiduciary? CPAs and EAs are in a profession of trust. It's what your credential signifies. It's what you're educated and trained for. And it's what your clients demand and expect. For the CPA, it's also what your code of professional conduct requires. This unique position, a combination of deep knowledge of the client's financial situation and inherent trustedness gives CPAs the opportunity to reap substantial rewards by expanding the scope of their offers. But the risks entailed can be substantial. 
the, trisk, the trick is to stay in the role of the true fiduciary. Thousands of CPAs accomplish this by working in family offices. Now, family offices are a special kind of financial organization that works directly for an ultra-wealthy family. There's no risk of conflict as everyone involved is working for the same outcomes, the, welcome, the welfare of the family. And the incentive structures are fully transparent and they're aligned with the family's desires. Family offices virtually always have one or more tax professionals in client-facing leadership roles. And family offices command 100% of the client's wallet share. Family offices are, to many, by far the most successful form of wealth management entity. There are family offices that have been continually serving a family across multiple generations. The House of Morgan, the first family office in America, was established in 1838. Now, for those families who don't have hundreds of millions or more to manage and protect, but are still seriously wealthy, there's the multi-family office, which caters to several or even dozens of clients, but still operates under the rubric of conflict-free, true fiduciary. Again, these organizations virtually always have tax pros in client-facing director roles. The single and multi-family office model is a vehicle whereby the tax planning prescriptions of the CPA may be filled with discipline and transparency, and one in which the client's welfare may be maximized with zero damage to the status and reputation of the professional. The problem with working as a director in a single or multifamily office is that the CPA becomes an employee, not a business owner. For the CPA who enjoys owning and managing their own business and one day cashing in on a substantial transition, this is simply a deal killer. Financial services generally operates under caveat emptor or buyer beware. The principle that the buyer alone is responsible for assuring the quality and suitability of services before they buy. Better outcomes would occur for your clients under a different ethos, caveat venditor or seller beware. Caveat venditor is associated with a fiduciary, not a salesperson. Suppose the CPA tries to capture Wallace share by becoming a salesperson, offering a product or service that is not objectively the best available for the specific concerns of their client and therefore needing to be sold. In that case, they are accountable not only for the quality and suitability of the solution, but of the ultimate outcome. If things go wrong, they could lose their brand, their reputation, and most importantly, their most trusted status the source of all good things. This one fact freezes most CPAs out of the larger contest for the client wallet share. And it explains why, according to the AICPA, 75% of CPAs have made no effort to offer services beyond the traditional compliance, bookkeeping, dispute resolution, and tax planning roles that define most tax practices. Fortunately, there is a way for the entrepreneurial CPA or EA to win the wallet share war and do so without becoming a salesperson, without killing their productivity, and without putting their most trusted status at risk. Partner with a multifamily office. 
Don't become an employee or sell your book of business. Instead, make the benefits of the family office approach and experience available to your clients. Under this kind of partnership, the division of labor is elegantly simple. You handle tax planning, relationship management, and you ensure the integrity of the solutions proposed. And your multifamily office partner will do everything else. Now, you will want to do your homework. Your multifamily office partner will need substantial resources, a complete middle and back office solution, an operations and service team, and a comprehensive technology platform. They'll need subject matter experts across the financial services spectrum from estate planning to risk management to portfolio construction. They'll need to provide agency-level marketing services. Most of all, they'll need to be fully dedicated to the best interests of your client. With this arrangement, you can enjoy multiple and diverse new revenue streams. And you can live at the center of your client's financial lives. And you can free yourself from working the low-margin clients that make tax season such a drudgery. Thanks for spending a few time with me, a few minutes with me today. I appreciate it. I look forward to re-engaging in the near future. I hope you'll visit our website and I hope we'll talk soon. 